Welcome to the SQL Podcast, episode 56. My name is Andrew Mielk, and I am your host for today, and have a really controversial episode that I'll be talking about today, and it is, if you love your mother, you are probably shit in bed. As I said, episode 56, and instead of Harold and Kumar going to White Castle, they are going straight to SQL. So this is going to be a breakdown of two men who attended SQL and going to be tying into the principles of what we discussed what we're discussing about the topic about if you love your mum, you're probably shit in bed. I'm going to be breaking down their experience so then you can really learn a lot from that today because that was absolutely fucking crazy and I know a lot of men are going through similar stuff in regards to this and it's more of a majority of men so this is probably you who are going through this and if you don't have a lot of this going down then you probably have a lot of it now I'm really like building this up because this is such a topic that is controversial and it's going to piss a lot of people off but you know what the people who are out there and yourself if you're listening to this you're wanting the truth and you're wanting the stuff that actually works because on the SQL podcast we give you stuff that actually works in the real world without fluff without bullshit and making sure that you have um, um, insights so you can go out there and apply immediately in the world. So the reason that I am here for the SQL movement, SQL Sexual Quantum Leap Movement, if this is the first time that you're listening, it's the movement that you can go out there and you can be the best a woman has ever had inside and outside the bedroom, making men men again, again and leaving women better and wetter. That is why we're here and this is why we do this podcast. I'm actually currently sitting on a princess cruise ship just looking out at my beautiful um, balcony and the waves are just fucking crashing. We're actually on the way to Kangaroo Island, then we're off to um, Adelaide and we just came back from Tasmania and just on a little side note, went to Tasmania, had a beautiful fucking day with an incredible woman just on the beach in Tasmania wearing her sexy bikini and then just fucking into the beautiful um, um, ocean and just looking at the beautiful view of her ass in the air as looking at the beautiful water, which was so incredible. And we had a beautiful day together, having something to eat and just went for a nice drive. So that's what's going on. Also, if you are new to the SQL podcast, welcome and thank you for being here because we always put out the rawest and most controversial content. When I say we, it is my team and myself. And then also we do bring on people to give experts, uh, expert um, opinions about sexuality and just stuff about life because we're not just here to make you the best woman's head inside the bedroom. We want to do it outside the bedroom and that means all facets, facets of life. So the woman can't wait to see you again and you have this insane connection where she's like, you're the you're a man who I just have to see again, which is awesome and that's what we strive to do here at SQL. So let's crank right into it as i said if you know anyone who wants to listen to this make sure you send them this podcast and stuff like that because today is going to ruffle quite a few feathers now we're going to be talking about two men in particular harold and kuma so who the fuck are these guys and why does it really matter anyway so harold and kuma they didn't come to white castle they came to sql retreat in thailand and my goodness, was this eye-opening for absolutely everyone. Because what happens is we always talk about and we always hear about nice guys finishing last. And these men were the nicest dudes. So we got Harold and Kumar, obviously not their name, but it was actually quite funny um, because they actually look like Harold and Kumar and they're like buddies on the retreat. So we got Harold... Um, Harold and Kumar, they're the two names that I'll be saying today consistently. So, 
Harold, just give you a bit of a backstory about Harold. Harold was more of like, and he was from America. He was an Asian, um, he was an, uh, from Asian descent, Chinese descent. We actually get quite a few Chinese um, men coming on the SQL retreats. It's because there's been a lot of suppression um, from sexuality in in that of like their families, like talk about money, talk about business and be good at school, but do not talk about sexuality. So I get that a lot. So if you are a Chinese man listening to this, I completely hear where you're coming from because I know how strict sometimes your um, Chinese upbringing can be about talking about sexuality, not bringing it up, don't express it. It and just like putting that pressure on finding a great partner and things like that as well and not to mention all the other pressures as well from the cultural um, background which I don't have a lot of understanding about but I've had a little bit of understanding because of the clients I've worked with I've probably worked with about a dozen um, Chinese men so if you're a Chinese guy listening to this I'm I, I hear where you're coming from man anyway after that we got Kumar Kumar oh my goodness Kumar was a dude who just did not shut the fuck up, which was in a great way. We were always asking asking questions. He was very intriguing, very inquisitive, and he would just go, 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 ask so many questions, and I really, really loved his enthusiasm, his impassion, and we always had a joke with, um, with Kuma. I'm like, dude, you just don't shut the fuck up, do you? And he goes, nah. So we got him to be a lot more grounded and present. But what these two men had in common, and it ties to the, ties to the start of the... Um, a start of the podcast, the heading, it is why you were shit in bed if you love your mother. Now, I really want you to think about this and contemplate this. And remember, when we run these retreats, this isn't just a retreat where it's like you're going to sit up there and you're going to learn a few things from, um, from me saying... These are really in-depth retreats where we are pushing these guys to the absolute limit. There is blood, there is sweat, there is tears, there is huge breakthroughs because we are pushing to the limit. And that's what these guys, Harold and Kumar, really put themselves through the blood, the sweat and the tears and really made themselves like think and go deeply in who they are about themselves and their sexuality, which was such an insane experience. But think about that for a second. Why would I say you're probably shit in bed if you love your mom? Really, really dive deep into that question. Even if you want, you can pause this podcast so you can think about it for a second. But why would I make that statement? Now, the reason is, if you haven't paused it and you're having that time to think, you might be thinking, what the fuck, this sounds so whacked. But there's a lot of truth behind this, but then there's also a lot of just, I'm just like kind of having a bit of a joke here. And what I'm breaking down is this. Women love two, like a lot of different forms of sexuality. But let's just break it down to two simplistic things today. Number one, women love really gentle, romantic, and really caressing, a lot of eye contact kind of sex. Let's just encapsulate that to one. But they also really love rough and tumble, pin down and fuck hard. Now, with Harold and Kuma, when they were on the retreat, these men, and bless their souls... They absolutely love their mothers. They adored their mums so much. And respect, I love dealing with healthy men who lo- really love their mums and really have a great relationship with their um with their mum. Because if you do, you're going to have great sex. But we've got to push you through a certain barrier and a threshold. Usually the threshold is this. When guys come in, they go, I love my mum and i got to treat her right. i got to treat her really good and do this 100%, all for it do that you should be treating your mum like that but then when it came to the bedroom 
their relationship about being the nice guy and how to touch a woman and how to hold her and how to do things in the bedroom was correlated and they go, I can't like, I can be gentle and hold eye contact and be like that really nurturing and caring and looking after that protector. But when it comes to being rough and really taking a woman, pinning her down and fucking her heart and saying some really um, insane things to her, that's when she gets real. That's when shit gets really tough because they have to say things that they want to say. A lot of these men want to say. And you may be saying, like, for example, you may be a man who, like, loves his mum dearly. But then if I said to, to you, hey, what I want you to do is I want you to pin this woman down really tough and then fuck her really hard then pull out as, as she's squirting on your cock. You're going to think, I can't do this. This is way too much. This is like, I'm going to hurt her. And all of a sudden, we have this in multiple, multiple retreats and events we run. Guys, like, this is where they have the biggest breakdown sometimes. It's it's from two respects. One, they start understanding that they can be rough with women and women actually really fucking like it. Or number two, they have to be really gentle and sensuous, which is more for another episode. But I just want to give you that perspective just on a little um, side note that... What happens if some guys actually really break down because they have to go slow and gentle and tell a woman they love her, which is ridiculous from the respect because um, that you think the guys who are the hardest um, and they're going the hardest and the, the the softest men they're going to break first, but it's usually the men who have a lot of pent up and who are emotionally constipated and can't actually express themselves. Then when then when we crack them through, when I say we, it's um, usually facilitated on the um, retreats. When we crack them, what happens is they get to open up and they get to open up in such a deep, vulnerable place, which actually really cracks a um, place in their heart, which what happens, it is so fucking tender. It was so built up with so much a shell around the heart that when you actually tap into that part, it's so emotional and then like the tears and the emotion pours through and then they don't know how to deal with this and that's why we're here and we help dealing with your emotional side and like allowing yourself to be more um, sexually and emotionally expressive to a partner so then you can have deeper levels of sexual fulfillment and connection in the bedroom so then you both can benefit from this incredible situation where it's, it's two human beings opening up about their vulnerabilities and then you can really have this deep in-depth sexual um experience and that's what I love but this episode's more about the guys who love their mum dearly they don't want to say anything to women because they feel like they're insulting insulting women and they're making them feel shit and then they can't open up and sexually express what's going on for them about what they want to do because the guys like they the guys those guys who I say say to a woman I love you they crumble the hardest but these guys crumble just as um hard in the respect of like I want you to pin this model down and really just pin her to the ground and push her face into the pillow or just um, get on top and push down her shoulders and then you'll see how much that she can take or what I want you to do is have a bit of a wrestle session with her and when you do this you see how far you can actually take this woman sexually and really just really ravish her and take her because women need that women need that the thing is there's all this bullshit it's like oh, a woman's just she's an angel and you just have to touch her and hold her and just be with her and do the loving eye contact and light incense and then when you light the incense you just have to do some deep breaths in in with her and you have to uh, and really just feel into the moment every moment it's like that's all good and well i'm not dis- um, discounting that 
at all. But what it is with Harold and Kumar, they can do that easy because I had such a an amazing, loving relationship with their mum. But then when it came to the point where I'm like, all right, boys, it's time to... There's two different um, forms of um, dominance, which I talk about um, in depth, where it's like you can talk about the really physical dominance or that, or like you can talk about the really physically like restraining that type of dominance, or you can talk about just the gentle dominance as well. So with the physical, with the physical dominance, like they felt like, oh, I can't do this. The, it was insane. Uh, there's so many things I can um touch on this, but the reason that they were breaking down, these guys, these guys were breaking down because they go, I can't say this to a woman, it's like, it's like they want to for so many years of like having dirty talk, as you know, as you know, what we call that is like sexual expression, they couldn't sexually express what they were going to do, what they wanted to do or what they wanted to say in the bedroom and they felt so restricted and it felt so wrong that they couldn't actually say what was on their mind sexually and then when they couldn't say that, it was actually affecting so many other areas of their life, their, their confidence in who they are as a man and all this shit and what's fucking crazy is when I saw these guys do this exercise, one the exercises i can't really break it down too much just here on the podcast because it is pretty like um intense was they like actually fuck it i'm gonna do it like when when they were um with these exercises we had to like i'm getting the guys really to get physical with a woman and these exercises really get you to take it to the next level with a woman to see how much she can take and you realize how much women really enjoy rough sex and i'm going to talk about the angel and the devil every every guy like thinks i can i can treat the woman like an angel and some guys might struggle but for this episode like these guys are really like they could do like the angel really gently caress scratch deep connection and eye contact for that but you, you can also cause deep connection through actual physicality and really being rough and rugged pinning her down pinning her against the wall grabbing her like really like throwing her in, like throwing her into the wall and like holding her in such a way that makes her feel like she just feels like she just feels like held down and pinned down from you by you and constrained and that's such a turn on if you look at like all the studies about about like when women send all these letters, these love letters to men, like these dangerous and powerful men. And I talked to Pierre about this. I've always said like, why is it like that? Um, the, the, I talk about the triad of sexuality with the safe, scared and sexual. So women need to feel safe and then the scared and then the sexual. Of course, they want to feel your sexual essence of who you are as a man. Then they want to feel safe that you're, you're a powerful fucking man that makes them feel comfortable and safe. And then they can let go. And the scared, that's why a lot of people like think that's a bit controversial. But then I was actually quite ironic at the events that I ran in Melbourne, Sydney and Brisbane, the free events. I actually had two women stand up at both events and go, you know what, it's true. I need to have that um, feeling of being scared. And what that basically means is like that overpowering like he can take me he can ravish me it doesn't mean that you're in terrorizing her and you're you're doing things unwarranted to make her fear like she's up she's like completely like on edge and doesn't know what's going to happen with you and you're being a dick you're being a dictator but that that dominance of like that scared and that presence where it's like you can take her and you can ravish her you can pull you can pull her apart like you're that animal and that's what that's what the safe, scared, and sexual um three three ways that we talk about sometimes on the retreat and when you can really 
understand that women like when we're talking about the serial killers and stuff like that the serial killers the rapists and things that um, heinous crimes on society but then when you when you see that they're getting love letters from women it's like what is the deeper deeper psychology going on behind this it's the understanding of okay they want to feel that safety that scared and that sexual it's like it's such an arousing thing for uh, like we're animals and then we're animals we're fucking beasts behind like this conscious just conscious being of like i have to be this person of like i have to be I have to be this certain individual that I put on this facade to society. It's like, you've got to remember, we are fucking animals at our core. We are like conscious animals and that we, our instincts usually run the show more than we actually think. We think that we're, we're so cerebral and that we can just like actually be this individual who, be, be this individual who can be so cool, calm and collected. Like sometimes you just want to rip things apart and just like tear it. And then when you can actually tap into the animalistic side of your partner and you can tap into the number one, tap into the animalistic side of who you are, you start watching the differences and the shifts in your sexual, sexual relationships. And I know for a fact, cause I've had sex with a multitude of the women in like the conscious hippie fucking society where it's kind of like, I just want to like relax and surrender into my bliss and really just take it in and just hold and breathe, which they do, which is all good and well. But then what's happening? It's like also denying the fucking aspect of the animal, which sometimes just wants to be ravished and pill um, and just fucked, fucked good and probably like pinned down and fucked really hard. And the thing is, seeing this it's like if it's like the people who like in D, D Martini, my um one of my mentors dr john D. Martini, talks a lot about this in the respect of like uh what we um we people think they're good they're bad they're the wrong they're right um the, the thing is there's no such thing as morality and people get stuck into like oh i'm just one and the more you suppress something the more it gets expressed in other areas of your life so then if you're constantly like suppressing that you, you want to like 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 look at the fucking look at the uh, like look at the catholic church like why is there all why is there all this uh, uproar about like there's like the inside joke of like the catholic the catholic um the catholic church with all the little boys like all this fucking crazy shit like this it's like why would that why would that be coming out like it sounds absolutely uh, absolutely absurd when in the scheme of things like the most religious and high high highest people in our society so to speak and then there's like these allegations of there's like multiple multiple allegations about them being with little boys it's just ab- absolutely ridiculous the more that something gets suppressed it actually has to be expressed somewhere else and that's what i've been really um learning a lot lately and d martini talks a lot about that the more it gets suppressed it has to be expressed so then if you are suppressing the animalistic side of yourself which harold and kuma were doing for such a long time because they loved, loved their mum and they didn't want to show that part of themselves because they thought aggression was bad aggression is not inherently good or bad it's just an aspect of who you are you can't be always happy and you can't be always um, um, sad the thing is life is just a balance and it's, it's a constant it just is instead of thinking oh I have to be this certain thing if you think you have to you should or you, you, or you, you should you should do something or you have to do something or you gotta do something this is another Martini thing which is incredible then why the fuck are you doing it 
Why, why the fuck are you doing? Like, we're, we're, we're forced from society. It's like, if you've got these, think about like the thoughts that you have inherently that you, no one else can see. Do you think they're always so pure and they're always so innocent? The, the perception that you put on society. That's why I say I'm, I'm an angel, but I'm also a devil. I'm, I'm, I'm a good, I'm, I'm a human. Um, the thing is, I'm a human. I'm a, I'm a spirit. I'm also. I have some really um pure thoughts, but I also have some fucking fucked up and twisted thoughts. And if you're um listening to this podcast and thinking that you don't have any fucked up and twisted thoughts about sexuality and what you've wanted to do with women, then you're actually fucking lying. Like, how many times have you thought maybe I just want to fucking pin this woman down and really just like like fuck her so fuck her so hard that she has like insane orgasms? I'm gonna fuck her. I'm going to fuck it till she can't move. I'm just going to really, like, really grab her and really take her and ravish her. And it's like, just really intensely, like, do, intensely, like, smack her maybe hard on the, on the ass. And if you haven't had these thoughts, then I go, I, I, I encourage you to delve deeper into your own sexuality about what you actually want to do. And remember, as long as it's between two consenting adults, it doesn't really matter what you do in regards to the bedroom, because as long as you're both getting to explore who you are and what you want to do, and then you get to like live that out and you both get to have a place of like, it's love and care. And the thing is what I see so often and hear a lot from people like, I don't think it's so connecting when you have like really rough and rugged sex. How the fuck is it not connecting? How is it not rough, rough, um, connecting when you like this woman is giving herself up in such a place of some deep, deep surrender of like maybe you might be really spanking her really hard and like allowing yourself to like really let it go. And the thing is, with rough sex, she can be really enjoying this. You, you, it's not necessarily like that she's not enjoying this rough um aspect, or she might like to be degraded as fuck. I remember I was fucking this woman once. She was a straight A student, straight A student, and whew, she on the outside she was this pretty fucking princess you would never ever know straight A's just fucking pretty princess but behind closed doors she loved to be called every single word under the sun and it turned her on so much and she loved me to tie her up completely restrain her put put shit in her mouth like put a ball gag in her and then just use all these sex toys on her and just like spit her spit on her and do all this crap and she was so fucking turned on and I would Fuck this chick so hard. And then on the outside, she'd like dance around and prance around with her friends and pretend none of this shit happened because of the sexual shame and repression repression that is in society. And what I gave to her is that perspective. And I've given this to multiple women. It's like being okay and comfortable with their own sexuality about the whole spectrum of their own sexuality. And then when you can give that woman that full spectrum of it's okay to be her with her full sexual expression, you start seeing how much she gets addicted to you and starts connecting to you so wholeheartedly because what happens she goes fuck this actual man understands who who i am at my core he understands all of me and this is what harold and kumar they were really struggling to understand of like you want to understand a woman for all her sexuality and her sexuality is that princess but it also is that fucking dragon that's actually yeah that's a good analogy in the respect the she has that raging fucking dragon that wants to come out and play. She might not know it's there, but think about it. If a woman has actually had brothers and things like that in the past, she can get taken. She get. Do you reckon her brothers always just like 
cool, kind, but do you reckon they were always kind to her, or do you reckon they were cruel, do you reckon there was a mix of both, and this is what's going to make her grow, it's what's going to make her become more authentic as a, as an individual, that's what's going to get her to be more sexually expressive when you're actually being there for her, and you can actually understand and accept both sides of her sexuality, and you might be a guy who goes, you know what, very advanced, the thing is, if you're advanced and you're listening to this, what I want to do is just go straight to you right now and say, yo, get an understanding of what she likes to do and how she likes to be treated behind the behind the closed doors and how and look at her with no judgment and fully acceptance of that and really when you're getting rough with her ask how rough you can go and like really what does she want to explore and understanding why ask lots of whys and understand her sexual expression and then really take her there and when you can take a woman there to her roughness and her sexual expression of that where she turns into a wild fucking beast and she's coming at you and then she's just like allowing herself to really make noise express herself and like give her that full permission to really let out that little primal fucking animal that big fucking animal depending what's inside of her to really explore and she knows that you're not going to judge it you're going to see a different side of her and she's going to be addicted to you like fucking crack because the thing is most men don't know one how to do this and two they don't allow women to open up about this sexual part of themselves and if they do it's like sometimes coming from a place of judgment so eradicate all that so that's more of an advanced high level aspect looking at it but if you don't know if you don't know how to do this number one i want you to start looking into your own sexuality about how you can go what is something that you've always wanted to explore what has been something taboo in society that you think you um, shouldn't do or shouldn't say or shouldn't explore then when you start like really tapping into this you're going to see see a difference in your own sexual expression and when you start seeing a difference in your own sexual expression you're going to see how much that you can start accepting a woman's sexuality because you're starting to accept your own sexual expression. And if you're denying yourself and pretending that you know what, that part of you is not there. It is. It might have not been harnessed because I know when I was growing up as well, I got told from my mom consistently, even though I got brought up with a brother, she's like telling me you're not allowed to do football and you're not allowed to do boxing and you're not allowed to do any violent sports and we'll never be allowed to wrestle in the house so i know what it was like i was brought up very much like don't allow that um, side of yourself to come out but it's in there every man has that fucking animal when you have that beast that's dying to come out there and play and i could see harold and kuma had that inside them harold by the way was a big motherfucking Asian dude. Like, I'm six foot two, but Harold is fucking, he was, I think, six foot one, maybe six foot, but he was built. Like, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a skinny little white boy, but he was a fucking big dude, mate. He was, um, he was like, he was like solid, strong, could go to the gym. And what we wanted to do, he was afraid of his own power. And I see that a lot of, um, lot of guys are afraid of their own power that they might hurt a girl. And that's why you want to set up a lot of safe words, precautions and things like that. So you won't actually hurt that person. What you do, you're actually giving something that, giving her something that she craves. And what we're doing with these exercises I remember what I said to him, I go, said something along the lines like, what's something you've always wanted to say to a woman but you've always felt that you can't actually express because you felt like it was wrong or you'd be demonized by society? And then he said something like, oh, he said some line like, oh, you're a fucking dirty little slut, I'm going to fuck you to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to fuck you till you orgasm, some, something like that. And then he's like, holy shit. 
and I'm going to fuck you. you want, what I want you to do... Oh, I got him to do like an exercise of like say something really pr- provocative and really expressive. That really got him to push his comfort zone. And then when he did that, he had a huge breakthrough. I think he said, yeah, I'm going to fuck you. I'm going to pin you down. And the way he said, I go, I want you to say it slowly and mean it and hold eye contact with her. And this is all done in a, in a classroom with like the model and stuff like that. And she's really fucking awesome. So shout out to the last model on the retreat. Thank you. You're incredible. So he kind of like gets down like really close to her on all fours while she's all on all fours as well and he looks I I holds eye contact with it. What I wanna do, I'm gonna fuck you so hard and so deep till you have so many orgasms, you dirty fucking slut. And then when he said that and he owned that, he fucking rolled over and nearly started crying because what happened, he goes, Oh my God, I've always wanted to say something like that to a woman and I didn't realise that some women really enjoy this type of dirty talk and sexual expression as we say and then he goes just getting that off my chest and being able to say that to someone in this setting it's given me so much confidence to go say this in the real world and then you can realize she might be your dirty filthy fucking cum whore in that moment but she's not that on the outside world it's like that freaking sheets lady freaking sheets lady of the streets kind of analogy but Sometimes it's such a fucking turn on to say that to a woman. And the thing is, it was so repressed for him for such a long time for him to actually express, to talk about that and to have those conversations. And then when he got he got actually to a chance to express that, uh, you could actually see how much more he felt liberated. So if you're listening to this and you want some liberation in your sex life, start expressing and saying what you want to do to a woman, even if you might think it's fucking um, too crazy. Like sometimes I'm like saying like cheeks, I'm like, I'm going to fucking fuck you. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna bend you over this fucking rail. I'm gonna fuck you. I'm gonna pull your fucking hair, and I'm, I'm gonna call you X, Y, and Z, whatever it may be, for that day. I'm going to lock you. I'm gonna lock you in my bedroom. I'm gonna have you on with your hands in the air, um, hands in your air above my bed. And then what I want you to do is wait there with your asses pouting and pouting in the fucking air. And then I'm gonna come up and fuck you from behind when I feel like it. And I don't want you to look back when I come into the room. So what they'll do, that woman could be like waiting in the room with her hands above her head on on the top of the door or she could be just like waiting in the room because I want you to wait on the bedroom and then you can negotiate all this beforehand so you can actually talk about this because I get a lot of um, questions about that negotiation and then he's like talking about what you can what you can say what you can't say um, yeah what you can say what you can't say what you can do what you can't do so then you've actually set up like this whole scene so you can negotiate it if you are and I highly recommend recommend that you actually negotiate this beforehand and getting really clear and specific about the whole scenario and whole scene and if you're thinking that this doesn't sound sexy then you, you're not really ready or mature to do this now when um, we'll go back to Harold. So yeah, that's, that's a lot of scenarios that you can do. Like you can have your woman waiting on her knees at your house, and then when you're there, you can tell her to be wearing red lipstick, and you can write like things on, like write lipstick on her whole body, and she can be really turned on by this. And what you could say when I get there, I'm gonna like push you down to the ground, pin you down, and then fuck your face really hard. And she could be get so turned on by that fucking thought of you just absolutely using her. And that's the thing, women in general can really like as i said it's a lot of general statements here but it's from my experience and a lot of the experience i've had with a lot of mentors and over the years 
if you find that woman who really loves that, like pinning her down and taking her, and it goes back to what we were talking about before, about like really just ravishing her and just like fucking taking every aspect of her and just like allowing her to relinquish control and when she can relinquish control she can let go and relax with you and then when she can relax she can give herself over a story i had the other day when i fucked this woman like maybe you can relate she's a little bit in her head because of work and all these other aspects of stuff that's going down and what happened was i could just tell she's a bit in the head she's like she wasn't really relaxed i'm like yo fucking chill girl I've got you, I'm here. And then she goes, oh, but i got this going. I go, yo, chill, I'm here. And then what I did, I just pinned her down. Because this is this is how we met. We met in a scenario that was like this. I just pinned her down. And then I just like grabbed her. I grabbed, as I said, I'm not recommending this. But the thing is, I've, been, I've looked into this extensively. And I've had good training on this. So don't just do this. Like, don't just do this out of nowhere. I grabbed her by the neck gently, and I squeezed her by the neck really slowly, and held her there. And by the way, fucking hell, how many girls get really turned on when you actually spank them, you pull the back of their hair, and sometimes, even if you don't even, like, put your hands on their neck and choke them, I'm not going to be talking about this on this episode, and I don't even talk about it really that much on retreats, because a lot of guys actually talk about choking, or some women just really love to be choked, but you're not doing it properly, but... I might do a YouTube video on choking just because I want to see a lot of people do it correctly because the thing is a lot of men are not doing it right. A lot of women aren't doing it. Aren't, they're just saying it like because they maybe heard it from a friend or they heard it somewhere that I want rough sex and it entails choking. It's actually quite a fucking really risky thing to do and it, most people are doing it wrong and that's why I've like taught it on retreats not from the fact that I really want to teach dudes about choking because I, I know they're going to do it regardless if I don't show them the correct way or they're getting women who are saying just choke me and stuff like that and they don't know how to do it and they want to know the right way so there is correct and wrong ways to do it because the thing is if you're doing choking wrong and you're putting too much pressure on the on the throat and yeah you can cause a lot of damage and you can potentially kill someone so I just want to put that out there but anyway with this woman what I did I grabbed her correctly around the throat and then I what I did I just like I go relax yeah and she just felt so safe and calm when I put my hands on her neck and then I just squeezed a little bit and she just felt like oh I can relax then I pinned her down and fucked her really hard and then when I did that she goes, oh, I can finally breathe again and relax because you know what? I really needed to get fucked like that. And she goes, I really need to let out that side of myself. And she was squirming and ravishing and letting go like a wild fucking animal. And then when you can see women, they can really let go to you like this. It, it, you just start seeing and you start, I'm getting this reference experience of like, yes, Women love to have this like really ravishing and fucking rough experience, but they also love that caring and nurturing experience. And when you're fucking like a woman like ravishing like that, it's an it's an expression of care and love as well. Just because you're going rough and fast and hard and all these things doesn't mean that it's not an expression of actually caring about the woman. It's actually an expression of actually, it's an expression of caring enough to go, I'm going to see all aspects of who you are as a human being and all aspects of your own sexuality, which is really fucking cool. Now, when we had um, Harold, we also, we got him to do exercises with a model. And when he was doing exercises with the model, at the start, we're like, all right, 
um, Harold, what I want you to do is like be a little bit rough. Um, the, the model is going to rough you up a bit. And he's like, what? And I go, yeah, she's going to come at you and you're going to like kind of like wrestle with her and play. And he's like, all right, cool. And then at the start, they started off like really gentle and slow. And then they started really fucking ramping this up. And then what was great, like you saw the model fucking trying to take him out. And she's like a little five foot, five foot five girl and five foot five girl. And he's like a big fucking like a probably a hundred kilo dude. And, like, he was, like, just, like, oh, what do I do? I'm, like, dude, she's coming at you, man. She wants to feel that you can actually hold her. So then what the idea of the game was, it's, like, Harold has to go pin this fucking woman down. So that was the idea. So pin her down and then just hold deep eye contact. And it was, like, tons and tons of exercises we're doing on a day like this. And you could just see how much that he really got to really relax into this but at the start it was so fucking difficult because he felt like he was actually hurting her and then like keeps constantly checking in are you okay is everything okay with that meek d- demeanor well i'm always i'm always down for checking in uh, is the woman okay is the person you're with playing with a hundred percent it's always consensual making sure the person you leave them better and wetter but the thing is she doesn't want to feel like you're just like every two seconds checking in. Is 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 it okay what I'm doing? Um, can I can I please touch this? Well, sometimes once he's pinned against the wall and fucking held, hands on both shoulders, hands on one chest, getting deep, holding that eye contact, then she can relax and respect you, and then she can feel that animalistic side from you just like come out, and then when you can allow your animalistic side to come out, she can really allow her animalistic side to come out and shine through. Then. When he was doing these exercises time and time again, I could tell he was nearly having a breakdown because he goes, I've never done this shit in my life and I've always been told, don't ever hold a woman like this. Don't treat a woman like this. Don't like um do this. But the thing was, she was telling, she was giving positive reinforcement the whole time to Harold about how turned on she was getting, how fucking amazing this experience was and how like she fucking really enjoyed this. And then Harold was like starting to really understand this and he was starting to have these click moments of like, wow, women actually enjoy this aspect of sex. They enjoy this. And as I said, this is just one aspect today. I really want to harp on it. Because remember, it's not just you guys. It might not just be you, man. It might be like actual women coming to you and go, you know what, I want to be fucked hard and you might be a little bit intimidated. And we get that. At the start when doing this, I, I didn't realize how much of a thing it was for dudes who were like going, hey, Andrew, like... I'm happy just to have nice and gentle sex. So they're suppressing their own aspect of their own animalistic um, nature. And then what happens is they're, they're, they're suppressing their own animalistic nature and because the woman wants to bring it out and then they don't know how to bring it and they, they're, they're afraid to do it. So that's why when we're doing these retreats and stuff, we're actually seeing these dudes actually bring out their animalistic nature in the bedroom and show this aspect. And it's like, that's how you can start being a man. It's not just being like fucking you like that. It's actually just... Uh, when you can really tap into your sexuality and tap into that this aspect of who you are, it's like you fuck the world with like fuck women better and you fuck the world better. Like in the respect that you you take on the world and you really fuck the world with a place of like I'm gonna go get something, I'm gonna go take, I'm gonna go get, I'm gonna go make shit happen. And that's how I um had a guy on on a, on a retreat that I ran probably about four months ago and when he first met his woman he was like really like taking doing it looking after his own kingdom and then he was like really like ravishing his woman the woman really got to let go and that's the duality of sexuality you got to do it for you and then you see how much the woman's going to really get off instead of so many guys were just like i'm just going to do this for the woman but i go what about your sexual expression what about what you want in the bedroom what about what you want to explore because that's very very important that you tap in to your sexual expression what you want to explore
And then tapping into Kuma, Kuma was the same. He had like women, like the thing is, this may be you. I'm fucking sick and tired of seeing men get walked over, really good men get walked over and they can't express themselves. He had like an ex-girlfriend who treated him like shit and he really couldn't express who he was and he kind of just let it go. But it's like, she wants to feel that you can step up and you, you get step into the fire. I remember when Kuma was really going for these exercises, jeez. He's just, he just got kind of was really plastic and like playfully didn't do anything. And he's like kind of like um, playing everything off as a joke. So usually guys can play things off in many ways. Like they just might shut down. They might not say anything or they'll play it off as a joke and like it's no big deal. But then I really get got him to tap into, no, this is a fucking big deal and we're going to treat it as a big deal and we're going to make this shit happen. So I could tell when he started doing the rough and rugged exercises in the bedroom, he was really shut, like, he was really shut down, and I've seen that's what he does with the woman, if she started, like, if she started spiking up with him, he would shut down, but this time, it was like, he got to, like, step into a different energy, where he got to step the fuck up, and really take it, and he got to really wrestle and pin this woman down, and the empowerment that the, that he got after pinning her down multiple times, and being on top of her, and then seeing how turned on she got, and how open, and how much that opened him up to, like, tapping into his own animalistic side, was insane and that's why i have this like kind of joke if you love your mom you're probably shit in bed from the aspect of like oh you can't touch a woman you can't grab her you can't call a certain thing so i'm getting them to express what they want to say they've always wanted to say to a woman do what they've always wanted to do to a woman in regards to physicality with the clothes on because it's like a training um, ground and then when you can express verbally and then you can express physically what you want to do you just see the fucking change in these men that when they get with the woman and that's how you can get to an respect of actually being the best woman's have because you can touch all aspects of who she is as an individual opposed to just touching on one aspect because she wants to feel like that gentle angel she wants to feel that fucking um ravaging pill um pillaging fucking um animalistic side of you. it's like you're, you're showing her that fucking warrior you're showing that warrior that always has, has been there and then she gets so turned on that's how she can respect you because if your woman doesn't respect you how the fuck are you meant to like get that love from her that you that you get get that love from her and have that loving relationship and then she's just going to be giving you shit about the sexuality and then I don't want you to be in a relationship from the start where you're constantly having to work so hard at the sexuality instead of being able to have these hard um harder conversations at the start about who you are what you like your fantasies understanding that and telling her what you like and don't think it's wrong if you really love to have rough sex and you want to put that on the table don't feel ashamed and stuff like that you never know that she might really enjoy that too like as i said like i've um had an example of a woman where she just loved fucking getting fucked so hard and like so deep and there was such a turn on and the thing is at the start i was like I, at the start, I was like really short. Like I'd always start off slow and, and like take my time, but then over, over the aspects, like I would really ramp it up and then just start fucking her. And the thing is, what you can do, you do check in, but you're not like, hey, is that okay? Is that alright? It's like, yo, do you want me to go faster, harder? higher, slower, and then you're like really like making sure you can have a good sex survey at the end, so you're going having a chat with them back and forward, or even if you're doing a session where you're being 
a bit more aggressive with the spanking, you know, like really smacking, smacking girl on the booty. Some girls like the perspective of like you really smack them um, quite hard on the ass, and like that really turns them on. So you really want to get that aspect and understand who she is, what she likes, and how she likes that. And then if a woman does like rough sex, it's not right or wrong. It just is what it is. And what you want to do, what I'm trying to teach you from this episode, yes, if you really do love your mum, you might struggle to actually allow yourself to really express that aspect of yourself but remember you can show that and you can talk about that and the thing is if a woman isn't open about it don't shut her down for the first few times she said it because she might feel like she's going to be judged for saying this because her whole life she's like told she has to orgasm like this she has to look prim and proper she can't say certain things in the bedroom she can't express herself so then when she really truly feels safe that she can open up about this aspect of who she is it will give her that uh, a lot more of alleviation of actually going this is what I want to explore. And then when you can take it to those aspects of like that roughness, when you take it to like and show you that she doesn't have to just be a one-sided um, robot with you. Like she, if she's pretending that she's just like, I'm just rough sex all the time, she's not. That's the opposite as well. Some girls might go, I'm rough sex and that's all I know. No, you can take that girl with rough sex and take them to no, no, really gentle and that's going to be a lot of training as well to like show them that they can enjoy different aspects of sexuality. Number two, if you've got the chick who just really loves getting the really gentle and and slow sex and all the like the fucking, all that, like sometimes she just needs to be fucking plowed and fucked and taken and pinned and fucking like pushed into the bed. That is all part of this as well. And same with your sexuality. You're a diverse creature who has all these different aspects and needs that you need fulfilled in your own sexuality. And when you can get that fulfilled, you'll be so much more rounded and so much more in-depth with who you're in, in depth and more rounded with your own sexuality and you'll feel so much more fulfilled. And then when you start exploring all these different aspects of sexuality, you'll start going, yeah, I like this, I don't like that, I want to explore that more. And then you can start getting a rounded perspective instead of going, nope, you're living out conditioning from the past or what you've been told from someone that you're told maybe it's wrong to do that to do something or y- y- it's bad to do that but remember there's no right and wrong it's just your se- sexual expression and all i'm here to do is give you a perspective of yes it is perfectly fine to go out there and express all these af- different aspects and then when you've got this woman and you can give her this rail experience you watch that she'll just be like who the fuck is this man because it's like you're giving her something that she's truly craved at her core and then she's like fuck thank you so much for allowing me to be all of me in the bedroom and that's such a beautiful moment with that and when Harold and Kuma were in this experience and they could really see I could really see that they got to start to live out all these areas of themselves they got to live out the roughness because they were so scared because of like the upbringing they had about the loving care that they have for their mum which is amazing I love when I'm working with men who really love their fucking mum and really give it up to her and they go you know I will do anything for my mum that's so beautiful and I really ad- admire that but then I got you got to remember I go dude this is not your mum this is a woman this is your sexual partner who needs to be fulfilled and sexually taken on all angles and then you can really start to explore and discover what she truly wants and i'm telling you if she's just like saying i just want to have sex just like this you've got to dig a bit deeper with questions and ask how come why and then really uncover the aspect of why she's repressing her sexuality so it's not just you you gotta the thing is always say focus on you like that always I read in a book the other day, I forgot what the book was, but I think it was on um, Conversations with God. It was like, if you don't go within, you go without. 
I'm going to say that again because it was so profound when I read that. If you don't go within, you go without. And what that means to me, if you're not going within who you are and checking out your own sexuality, you're going to go without. And that's the thing. You've got to go focus on your sexuality first about like how come you're so restricted with saying something in the bedroom? How come you're so restricted without actually with without your full expression of um, your sexual nature? How come you're so restricted in regards to what you actually want to do and explore? Are you denying yourself the, um, your, the pleasures of the fucking world because you're too afraid because you, one, don't know how, what to do and how to say certain things in the bedroom or how to express that and if you, you if you are as i said you can always reach out that's why we're here and i really want to take your sex sex life to the next level but if you're getting a fuck ton of value from these podcasts just keep listening in and just keep enjoying that but i see that like if you don't go within you go without so go within for your own sexuality and see what you really enjoy and then you can start taking a woman there as well you can't take a woman to her fucking sexual peaks and pleasures if you're like really struggling to get there yourself like the thing is i've seen so many times it's like if you're restricting yourself to really that's why we focus on at sql focus on who you are first before you like consistently trying to focus on the human being who's in front of you because when you can focus on your your sexuality and you can allow that to really shine through and you can really tap into different aspects like your animal like really like just for two for today for your animal and your angel when you can really let those really be in unison and really those um play out in this world you can start to see how much this is going to affect you in such a way that's going to be so profound because you can just start seeing the ripple effects that it will have in your life and the women's life that will be around your life because you can't unlock a woman's sexuality until you start unlocking your own and start being so comfortable with your your expression, which is so, excuse me, so important from that perspective. By the end, when I started seeing Harold and Kumar really, really do these exercises, it was actually mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing to see how much these men really let go. They didn't give... At the end, they just didn't give a fuck about, like, showing who they were, what they wanted to do, and what they wanted to express. And then I could see this, and the model really took them to the place of, like, let's let it out. And, like, I could see them not just, like, saying what they wanted to say and owning it, and then, like, really, like, getting rough and rough and rugged, like, kind of, like, doing, like, wrestling kind of with the model, but then also just, yeah, and combining the two, and then you can just see the shifts in their own mentality of, like, oh, I can actually say this, I can actually do this, and then, like, they, they just had their own clicks for themselves, and that's why I do what I do. This movement is about seeing men fully expressed in this area because it's going to touch on all areas of your life. When you're fully expressed in your sexuality, you're going to be expressed in all areas of your life. And if you're suppressed in your sexuality, it's going to harness so many areas of your life. Because think about this. You go to work all day. You work on your business because I usually work with a lot of business businessmen and entrepreneurs who they go to war in their business all fucking day. They're all, they they, they got wars going on, they've got to put out fires and they've got to really um, make sure the business is growing. But then when they get home, they feel like they're at war because they can't even like, open open up and express themselves to their partner and have a conversation about their sex life and they're arguing about their sex life and then it's like such a prevalent prevalent thing in the relationship about the sex maybe money and if you have kids so all these things like and you don't feel like you have someone to come home to so you don't ever get that chance to really relax and give yourself that peace of mind to really just 
peace of mind to where, where's that peace of mind for you to like come home to someone and really um get nurtured and relaxed to because you're not willing to have these conversations so I'm not, this is far greater than just like money this is far greater than uh just little petty shit this is like your whole existence as a man and that's why i see the sexuality and if you can't communicate this effectively it's going to really erode a lot of the relationships and it's fucking tough for me to see when i see guys like i deal with men from all different ages from like 18 all the way up to like fucking i think the oldest dude we had was 68 years old hit me up and asked me about the intimacy in his relationship so it's never too late to do this shit never too late and I just want to say, it's like from the bottom of my heart, I really want, I hope this message has really rung true to you today in regards to, it might have been a bit controversial. It might have like um, twisted a few years. I get a lot of people hit me up with messages going, that was really hard for me to hear that message, but I know I needed to hear it today. So thank you so much. So I'm not here to just give you what you want to hear. I'm here to give you the truth that I've seen again and again, time and time and again. You have to really take a woman in the bedroom. You have to really show that animalistic side. You have to give her that permission to open up about her animalistic side. And then the thing is, I know it's going to be tough for you if you really love your mum because the thing is the last thing you want to do is um, hurt a woman. And I'm not here to advocate that at all. I'm here to really tap into a side of her that is her animalistic side which really wants to be explored and played with and all this stuff and when you can really explore and play with that side of her she's going to show you aspects of herself that you've never ever seen before so it's it's insane it's absolutely insane so with all that with Harold and Kumar when they finished this retreat it was just so amazing for them to see that they could allow themselves to be fully expressed and show this part of who they were to someone who they cared about and they understand that rough sex is love, rough sex is um, um, pleasure and rough sex is giving someone like that freedom to be all of who they are and when they understood that truly at the core, that was what really um, was a big light bulb moment and not just like um, having it theoretically, actually living it out and doing it with the models and then doing it with the model and then when they did that, they could actually get the feeling. It's all about the feeling. Sexuality is all about that feeling and then when you can do that and tap into that feeling and know what that's like. That is what is going to be the massive game changer. Now, if you do love your mum, that is amazing. That is awesome. And I just want to say that, just want to make that caveat. I really want, I really love working with men who love their mum, have a great relationship with um, their mother. But remember, rough sex and rugged sex and really taking a woman to these places is from a place of love and care. And everything that we heard about today in this podcast and all the podcasts are all from 100% consent between two con- uh, adults who really want to engage in sexual activity or um, any activity with each other. So, with that all being said, I just want to say thank you very much for listening to today's episode. My name is Andrew Milk, and this is the SQL Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you give it a thumbs up and all that other stuff. And the best thing you can do to help share with this movement is share this podcast with someone who you might 
feel be struggling in this area of life with their own sexuality. Make sure you share this with them. You can listen to this on the way to work, while you're walking your dog, while you're just listening, like while you're cooking dinner or whatever you may be doing. As I said, just plug it in, listen and on your way. We heard people listen to this while they're about to have sex, so I completely understand. And if the last thing you can take away just to encapsulate for today's episode, yes, women do love rough sex. Yes, women would like to be taken there. And if you, um, and then when you can really make them feel comfortable and open about doing that, remember, it starts with you, then it starts with them. So, with that all being said, Harold and Kumar, it was an absolute pleasure working with you on the last retreat because you guys are phenomenal human beings with massive hearts and I know you only mean well in the world. And that's all the people we work with. They are genuinely good human beings with... Um, genuinely good human beings with massive hearts who just like want to like leave the world better and wetter and that is what we are all about if you have any questions about like anything that we do at sql make sure you head over to sexualquantumleap.com and you can go check out any of the events or the retreats that we run so the events is um, called ignite that's a three-day event that we run that is more teaching you about everything that you should have learned about the sexual education that you should have got but you never got and then we have a course called mastery which is basically if you want to be in the top one percent of understanding sexuality and take it to a fucking insane level then all you have to do is reach out and like we have everything covered for you for that so with that all being said thank you so much for listening today and make sure you tune into the next episodes we've got tons and tons of stuff coming your way and look forward to speaking to you soon all right peace for now